Welcome to Awake TV. So today, Sue and I are going to talk about divine intervention and trust is the key. Enjoy! Are we? Okay. Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today, Sue and I are going to talk about divine intervention and trust. So I had a really interesting experience uh, recently. Um, guys i'm apartment hunting and then i put deposit in the apartment and then suddenly like uh, i got declined you know means like not financially i'm saying the person said oh no you can't you can't go in so that was really weird and then before that i was like looking at the tarot card reading and then not personally but general thing and then the one I looked at, picked the card, it says, you're never gonna get the apartment until the one is comes along. Somehow your guide is gonna prevent you to get one. So I'm thinking, wow, that's a divine intervention. So, you know, a lot of divine intervention stuff has been happening to a lot of people in big or small manner. So that's the thing I wanna talk about. So Sue, what is your point of view on this? Yeah, um, divine intervention. We have, I believe, told the universe whenever we're searching for something or we're planning something, we set our intention by our thoughts and um, maybe we even clearly consciously set our intention for what we're aiming for. And that sends out the blueprint for the universe to send it back to us, you know, what we're asking. And so if we're clear, about what we want, or um, at least if we're generally clear about it, you know, the elements of it that we're searching for, and maybe not the exact final product, but you know, we want, so for a new apartment, you would say, I want something that has good internet. I want something that's clean. I want something that's in a safe neighborhood. And I want something where my landlord is, is a good person to, to deal with. And then of course you're going to have roommates. So you want your roommates to be energetically, people that um, you can get along with. So you send, we send all these elements out by our thoughts and our intentions. And then we start getting things coming back to us, um, opportunities, uh, possibilities. Um, and you could say this in the dating world, you could say this in the job world, you know, as the universe starts trying to send you um, opportunities, it also gives us a chance to refine our search. In other words, you look at you know one apartment and you say, "Oh, that's I like these qualities and this is right," but I'm just I'm not loving the neighborhood, mm -hmm. or um, I wish it was closer to transportation so that it would be easier for me when I need to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So then that's then further defining to the universe more and more um, and the picture becomes clearer and clearer when we see the things that we don't want and we have new thoughts about our search then the refinement of the search becomes um, so the universe is doing that our higher self is working with us all of our guides our masters source energy they want to conspire to give us exactly what we're asking for and when we as human beings, I think, become attached to a certain thing or we say, okay, um, this isn't exactly what I want, but 
it's it's good it's it's pretty good and I'm gonna feel better if I go ahead and I take this one um, because I'm feeling a little antsy about it it's 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 uh, it's getting time I feel more comfortable if I just go ahead and settle for this so the divine intervention comes in <laughs> Sounds like my decision yeah I'm kind of rolling with yours because we we've been talking about it so much um, uh -huh. but it's happened to me too so the divine intervention comes in and all of a sudden your would-be landlord calls you or texts you and says sorry it's it's actually we can't go through with the transaction and I'm gonna void your check no other explanation just all you know so then you sit there and go huh what did I do wrong or is, is there something wrong with me or did they you know judge me in some way and as you and I talked I don't think it has anything to do with you as a person or as a candidate I think what that is is the universe stepped in and said we know that this isn't exactly what you're looking for so we're gonna make the deal fall through and um, it happened to me with a car wow. uh, this is a weird story but I had said in my mind a couple years ago that I wanted a GMC I think Acadia or something like that I think it was a higher model but okay. and I had traveled oh, to, uh, to, to a lot of ladies are not like a, I'm kind of handicapped about cars so GMC yeah is a it, it does it's a G, uh, General Motors Corporation and oh, it's, okay, okay. it's a, okay. yeah it's an SUV and it's um I just wanted a bigger I thought I wanted a bigger vehicle oh okay so I had been looking and looking and I've been looking locally and going to see different ones and then I traveled all the way out so I saw this perfect one and it was white and it had the light leather interior just like I wanted so all of these things that I've been sending out into the universe about the vehicle that I wanted seemed like it came to fruition and I found the one so we traveled the hour and 15 minute drive to go to this dealership and Brent my husband went with me and we're in the truck we test drove the truck it's great um, the SUV and I love this vehicle and we're getting ready I mean we even brought our deposit with us our approval paperwork from the bank all the whole nine yards mm -hmm. and I said to the salesman because something was really bugging me my last car I couldn't sync the Bluetooth my phone with the car mm -hmm. like something went wrong in the computer mm -hmm. so I knew for a fact that I wanted to make sure it was it would sync before I bought signed on the dotted line right mm -hmm. this salesman so we're trying to do it right he wants to go in and do paperwork and I said no we have to do this first so Brent and I are trying to sync our phones through Bluetooth to the computer mm -hmm. and it just wasn't working mm. we couldn't do it I tried it he tried it so the salesman is really getting on my nerves because he's going oh it's easy oh it's easy let's go do the paperwork and then I'll help you with it and I said no you're not hearing me I want to do this right now and so finally he was just getting on my last nerve because he goes oh it's easy it's cake I said do me a favor I said say it one more time and I'm gonna walk away from this vehicle <laughs> I don't like being called stupid I don't think anybody does so obviously I'm struggling oh, so that's why he's calling you stupid by saying it's easy well yeah I mean read between the lines if, if I'm about you want to make a decision to pay right that's what he wanted mm -hmm. and 
he wasn't listening to me mm -hmm. by saying, no, I'm going to do this first and make sure this is okay before I go do that. Because we, he I had a chicken. We were sold on the vehicle. We checked the tires. I even went underneath it to look and to make sure there were no rust spots, the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. So doesn't he turn around and say, oh, it's easy. I turned the car off and I walked out. I handed the keys to my husband and I walked out the door. And the guy goes, what? He, my husband told me later, he goes, what did I do? Oh, go get her back. And Brent goes, she warned you, bud. And he turned around and gave him the keys and said, sorry, but this is, this is not for us. Now, the reason I tell that story, it's a long story, but um, why was that irritating salesman put in my path? Why was um, wow. I so irritated by that? Why was I so sure that I had to check? Well, if the Bluetooth wasn't working on the lot, on a car that they're selling that had very low mileage, something was probably wrong with the computer. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm thinking that's divine intervention. And um, I ended up buying a, t a really nice Toyota Avalon. It's white. It's got the leather. It's not the light leather interior, but I mean, it's been a great car. And that opportunity came later um, on Black Friday. I think it was a Black Friday deal. And we got an amazing wow. deal on this car and it's plenty wow. big enough for us. And as a matter of fact, I've been grateful several times ever since we bought the Toyota that I didn't have this great big, huge vehicle because parking it and, you know, we didn't need all that room. We didn't need that big SUV and, um, you know, it's kind of a gas guzzler. So who knows? I mean, maybe I'm absolutely crazy, but I, I really think there was a divine intervention there because um, after all of the good intention that I put into this vehicle, all the research, the safety, the uh, all, all kinds of things that I looked into and researched, and I was convinced that that vehicle was for me, and I looked at a number of them, and then I go out and I'm about to put down, uh, you know, buy this thing, I get this numbnut in the car with me who who isn't listening to me as a salesman which is your big problem but why why would all of that go down in that way do i just have really bad luck i don't think so i think that the universe knew that that vehicle was going to end up being too big for what we really need it was it was not going to be quite the right fit for us and so i think mm -hmm. it conspired to uh talk me out of it <laughs> and yeah. i was so pissed that totally makes sense. I mean, that guy really got my goat. <laughs> when I when I've researched something and I really decide I'm I'm going to buy it, I mean, it takes a lot to get me to walk away from it because I don't mm. I don't walk into those situations lightly. I usually do my homework. So, mm -hmm. what about you? Do you have any other examples where you think divine intervention happened for you? Uh, let me think. I will oh, yeah. say this. You know, you know, like I since I do relationship, I you know let you guys know about relationship part of divine intervention. I know, couple of the times I talked on my episode, you know about this. I was in love with this guy so much. I thought he was my soulmate because I didn't know about twinkling thing back then, and then he was the one. And then as soon as we started talking about being serious, 
you know, he was supposedly only being in, you know, out of states for three days, three days a week or something like a something very like short term. And then um, after we spoke about, or he spoke about that, and then he came back to say, babe, I have to move for two years at least. And then can you wait for me? And then seriously, that happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And then what happened was um, he met his soulmate and he got married uh, after he moved to California, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. what happened was that was divine intervention because divine kind of prevented us to be together uh, because he was supposed to be with her Mm -hmm. And I'm not supposed to be with him in more like marriage way. He was just uh, came into my life to put me into the right route. Mm -hmm. So I'm not in the wrong timeline anymore because of him. Mm -hmm. And he did his job. And then he completed his contract with me to put me into the right path. So he has to go to his own path, right? That's what's happened. But I wasn't spiritual back then. I started to kind of like, you know, getting myself familiar in law of attraction and manifestation and stuff like that. So I kind of thought when that happened, I was like, okay, this must be divine intervention. I didn't, I didn't have like strong conviction about it, but I kind of knew about it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't that pissed off when that happened. I was like, it was probably has some other idea this isn't it i think nowadays in current times that um because the vibration of the collective is getting higher mm -hmm. um the frequency is being amplified and you know the energies are coming into the earth that, to help us with our ascension i think that these um Things that we're manifesting are coming along faster than it used to be. Um, oh, yeah. 100%. I feel that in just my day-to-day -day, uh, mm -hmm. where I notice I have a thought about something in the morning and then by afternoon this thing's already manifested. <laughs> so okay. um, I'm noticing it, which means it's, it's, it's happening more and more, uh -huh. I think. Uh -huh. And what that means for us is... Um, we have to do be especially careful of what our thoughts are oh, and uh, so that we're consciously manifesting as opposed to um, allowing our e maybe our ego mind to take over and fear. And so trust, we wanted to talk about trust today. And I think it factors into this conversation because yeah. if we're getting an intuition or an inkling or maybe it's a really strong feeling that it's time to to leave this job or look for another one it's time to leave this relationship it's time to move cross country it's time to whatever it is oh i i really need to fix up my house um we don't have always know and it doesn't always make sense why we're we're being called to this decision at least we have to look at it but then if if we're feeling that yeah you know that really feels right i when i think about making this change whatever it is it feels right for me um trust comes in because 
we're being guided. Yeah. So even if we don't know exactly how it's going to work out, what exactly the picture is, it's like we were talking about with your apartment. You keep getting these opportunities to see different ones and by your discernment and your um, just your thoughts about it, the the universe will say, okay, not this one, let's send this one. So if it's a relationship, you know, you're going to be meeting different people. If the first one that walks in the door isn't the candidate, trust that as you're more true to yourself and you're more listening to your internal guidance and there are divine interventions. I mean, if we're really going down the wrong path, <laughs> so yeah. usually <laughs> we're going to get derailed from what we're trying to do because that wasn't for you. Maybe you didn't even know it, but so trust in divine intervention. It's kind of like to me saying our higher self has us, has our back. That part of us that's um, in a different dimension, that's always been with us all of our lifetimes, that's always watching over us, knows what our plan for this life is and will not let us stray too far from what we had intended to experience it's not always what we think it is either yeah because you see like i know 100 percent about divine intervention now because after my awakening so you know my business like a branding business we're supposed to be making like tons of money and thriving and i'm supposed to be living like singapore you know <laughs> was a plan you know but divine intervention happened it slammed the whole door because my path was do this. You know, the, healing, the healing work and helping people become empowered. Uh, you know, the uh, coaching work, people to be on, you know, have a clarity and to be confident about themselves, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself as a healer, even though I can do that, you know. So um, kind of like help them to awaken to be their authentic selves you know so i'm really happy about what i do and then that's what my team wanted me to push toward so i was you know that after you and i talked about this door slammed shut like so many times in previous episode but when they do that that's definitely a divine intervention right so when yeah. that happens, like, uh, it's not a good idea to struggle yourself to keep on going toward the direction door was shut. You know, I was smart enough after, like, awakening, especially, I don't even try, you know, door is shut. That means that's not that direction. Yeah, that's not your door. Yep. You know, especially well, when that was a career, I would have tried to stick to it. Like, when that comes to relationship, I'm pretty much more of, trusting the divine guidance more than Korea one because I'm more passionate about my career versus relationship. Uh, I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> but, you know, my, my what you're going to call it, passion that I always thought, you know, I wanted to do entertainment industry since I was a little girl. So that is my dream and that was my embodiment and that is everything about, you know, what my dream and what I love. But when it comes to relationship, unless you meet the one, you know, it's not like I didn't think about you since I was three. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was easier for me to listen to divine intervention in the relationship versus my career. You know, now I yeah. 
Well, and I think that begs a, a point to be made, which is, um, you know, if we could go back and talk to our younger selves, um, I would say to myself, stop thinking there's one right path because we take the path that we think is appealing to us at the time or is that is that we met like you said you've always imagined yourself doing this thing and so you you start on that path and you um you keep leveling up or you keep trying to you know get deeper and more enmeshed in it and then the divine intervention happens which shut it down and it's easy for people to go oh i'm a failure or i should have never done that in retrospect no it's all experience adding to um that we can then have thoughts about it and create new thoughts and say i'm creating in another way and when i say healing i don't mean physical healing i mean um healing can also be when you're empowering somebody to find their own path and that's healing for them because what it's done what it's done is it's it's helped them realize whatever's standing in their way from achieving whatever their goal is so i call that healing as well i don't mean like physical hands-on or reiki or anything like that i mean um i feel like when i do quantum healing um no i'm not physically healing another being although the energy that i'm working with is very healing um helping them empower themselves to to you know change their behaviors whatever whatever information comes in for them but i would say to my other self just keep trying keep keep discerning um more and more of what you like and what you didn't like well about this practice that i did you know like working with in um uh, social work and doing that work. I put a lot of years into that. I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that. And in the end, what I ended up finding out about myself is I would prefer to work with people that are trying to find their own personal power rather than the victim mentality. Now, that sounds like a judgment statement. It isn't. It's just a different stage of our progression in life but for me as a practitioner i had put in so many years doing it the other way and working with people as victims of something mm -hmm. rather than people that are saying yeah you know i had a tough road but um i know i know my uh what i'm really hoping for in my life is just right here now i need you sue to mm -hmm. use your skills to help me quiet my mind so i can get the rest of the information about how to empower myself how to get there where i'm going that's very different a very different vibrational energy than okay you're a victim how do i help how do i help solve your problems number one i can't because i'm you know it's it's your problem i can talk to you about it i can listen to you but i can't solve it for you so it's a very different energy for me i would say to my younger self it's okay if you if you screw up it's okay if something doesn't work out for you what did you learn from it and trust trust that we're always moving forward to our next station in life our next station in our soul development we don't have to go from not knowing um not being spiritually aware to being totally awake very few people do that most of us go along a path right and 
it's from all those experiences of going the wrong way, if we have to label it, but or going in a direction that isn't quite right for us, that helps us understand our growth along the way and realize what we really do want. That makes sense. So no, just my perspective. What I tell my, you know, audience or including to myself is it's very important to be aware, you know, how you really feel. Because when you are in not quite the right path in soul level, you don't always feel 100% right about it. Like some part of you convinced yourself this is the best you have right now. I'm just using as an example, right? Or if you do this, then that's going to get you this, this place. Like it's a bridge, you know? Mm. A branding thing I was doing was a bridge to get next level I wanted to go to. So I wasn't too keen, on, keen about it, but I was doing it the purpose for the bridge. And then, you know, that made sense to me when divine intervention came, you know, I was thinking, because I already heard other people, means the people I saw, you know, some people who has other ability was saying, I'm supposed to do what I'm doing right now. And then I just brush it off because that wasn't what I envisioned me doing the rest of my life. But, you know, unless you do it, you don't really know if you really like it. You yeah. know, now I you know, started to do what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm really happy, you know, I'm really happy and then all opportunities come into my life too because you're doing something you're supposed to be doing, the path is easy. And it just feels right all along the way. Mm -hmm. And you meet all right people and then you're going to be all at the right time, you know. It's just the universe conspire you to make you happy and make you abundant and make you everything successful, all that kind of way, you know? Yeah, I'm really envious of my youngest son. Um, he's graduating from college, uh, high school this year. Well, there's a Freudian slip. And um, he, we're going to move to Florida. We live in New York. We're going to move to Florida, my husband and I. And um, he's decided he's going to go with us. Now, in his junior year of high school, my husband and I started putting more pressure on him to start thinking about colleges because, you know, that's how we were indoctrinated when we grew up. It was, mm -hmm. you go to high school, then you go to college, and then you get a job, and then you have your 2.5 kids, you know, yada, yeah, yada, yeah. you know the drill. And you become yeah. wildly successful and super happy because that's how everybody's supposed to do it. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. So... With my son, um, he he just couldn't get it. He couldn't grasp any. He couldn't even decide. You know what is what do I want to study now? For years, it was marine biology, and he's super bright. He's super bright, very good at math, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, he wanted marine biology, and then he thought about engineering, and then he took all the advanced math, and he just wasn't having any fun. I mean, he could do it, but he didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And so then it was, I don't know what I want to do, and and then we had to get to my husband and I had to catch up to him spiritually and say, and that's okay. You know, we had to finish that sentence. Wow. He doesn't know what he wants to do. And that's okay. That's because, a very advanced word. That's okay. 
They said, and that's okay. I don't, I don't have to know. I mean, that's good. you know, I'm 52 years old. I don't know what I'll be doing 10 years from now. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, very open. Like, you know, I think he's going to be guided. Mm -hmm. You know, and if his feeling and intuition is, I want to be in Florida, I don't like New York, I don't think there's as many opportunities for me in New York, mm -hmm. then so be it. I mean, he's yeah. all, he also happens to be a very good baseball player. The mm -hmm. problem with last year, um, it, it affected sports and mm -hmm. kids that are interested in going co to college and playing sports um, because they didn't have a season. Junior years typically the season where scouts come out and you get recruited you know in your senior year to play for this college or that college well none of that happened and so that is skewed everything for the way that we think things should work mm -hmm. so does that mean he'll never play baseball and he'll never go to college or he'll not I don't know and on the other hand um, not necessarily because he could go to Florida and then something sparks his interest, something inspires him, his intuition kicks in and shows him something. So this yeah. is the trust piece. Mm -hmm. This is where we have to say, we have a very intelligent young man um, who is undecided what he wants to do, but that doesn't mean he's going to be some jobless loser. Like, like my parents would say, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to be an unemployed loser. You're going to find a rich spouse. <laughs> are you going to support yourself? We don't know. You know, those are old ways of thinking, but we know he's going to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, just because you go to college doesn't mean you're going to be successful. You know, the time has changed. So because especially I have, met a lot of entrepreneurs and then they make you know multi-millions and it doesn't mean they graduated this famous college or famous university yada 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 it mm -hmm. doesn't matter the degree you know you can yeah. be successful without them you just have to figure it out what do you want to do for real you know? yeah yeah and i think we have to give um ourselves the same space the same latitude it's you know, no matter what age we are, um, every day's a new day. There's always the possibility to start whatever it is we get called to do or are interested in or to play with. Um, and in the end, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, yet alone, you know, five, ten years from now. So why put that kind of stress on yeah. ourselves? We don't have to arrive at any particular day. So isn't it much more relaxing and enjoyable to say, I trust, I trust that there is a plan for me, that I'm responsible for it because I made it before I came here. And let's just see how things go. If I, if I flow with it, this is the whole Zen thing. If I flow with the river, instead of trying to swim upstream, um, I'm going to have a much more enjoyable experience. And really life is not about what we accomplish at the end we can't take it with us life is about the ride and the enjoyment of it the day-to-day -day stuff the small things the little things and um so i think if we can just take a breath and calm down a little bit and be okay with the fact that we don't know always how it's going to turn out but if we're still feeling that intuition that we need to 
to move in some direction. Something needs to shift. We need out of this relationship. We need out of this job or whatever. Then we just kind of be open and saying, okay, I know that a change is coming. I don't know what it looks like, but I trust that when the time is right, the universe will let me know what my next step is. And, and then the opportunity is going to open up you're going to get the just right apartment for you. I know it. I know it in my heart. Yeah, I know and, it too. Uh, Especially the other apartment I was thinking for not going to be available at the end of this month. That means my apartment is going to be show up in between from now to then. You know, I know this. Because yeah. Because intervention, like they're going to communicate in such a, such a uh, unique way, right? So um, that's what my tip for the audience is. You know, everything is vibration, okay? So it's very important while you're having easygoing mind, mindset, put your vibration out there to communicate with the universe. Like what I'm doing is I'm, I did use my self-hypnosis stuff to put apartment, new apartment happy, new apartment happy. So when I think about new apartment, I immediately have this overwhelming happy feel, right? the universe can check that vibration of happy and the universe think about, okay, the apartment makes her happy. So that's what universe is going to bring me. So I'm just using it as an example. Mm -hmm. So that's how you can uh, communicate with the universe, even though we are not saying like I just float the stream of life without any aim. How you can aim is to feel the emotion of the outcome yeah and then see how universe gonna take you and also be mindful of what you want to expose yourself to like you know anything you watch you hear that doesn't make you happy or feel comfortable or feel relaxed or feel good i recommend not to watch it because it's kind of a mess up the perfect creation skills because mm -hmm. that vibration going to be included there or you know like you everybody's got that friend that wants to come up and go oh you want to do that why would you want to do that you're not going to make any money or um sue why would you go to florida it's so freaking hot in the summertime like i don't know that it's hot in the summertime good lord ignore those people hit the hit the mute button right i know they mean well or maybe like they're just you know they're just going by their own personal preferences and stuff like that but don't take it in because if you do that then you're goofing up that beautiful feeling that eric is talking about which is um that's how you're creating what you want is like she said getting in the feeling of it imagining it so for me when i look at houses in florida um and say i i want an open floor plan and i'm looking at this one particular house and i go geez i really like all these things about it but it's not quite open enough so i i just turn that one off and i go to the next one and then i see something that's a beautiful open floor plan and it has all these other things that i'm interested in and then i get into the feeling of like you said oh joy um wide open space not feeling confined and then i start imagining myself being there like what would it be like to live there that kind of stuff is what's creating your outcome mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and we're so, the creators right we're yeah, making we're it happen creator. we are the creator in training <laughs> that's what, uh, <laughs> what the 4, 4d uh, world is like um, before we get 5d we're training ourselves to be a responsible creators conscious creators conscious creators yeah we can create ourselves responsibly and consciously so we don't take everything into you know because we don't want to when we are making beautiful sculpture we're not going to put like a, a we are the object in there you know or we are the thing that doesn't belong to the sculpture yeah, and that's what we were doing when we were unconsciously creating. I mean, we've all been creating all our lives. We've always been the creator, but it's it's like now we're becoming aware of it. And um, so conscious creation is very different from unconscious creation. So, you know, like in sessions, they'd have people say, um, well, what do you mean I created that? Why would I do that? Um, you know, say they, they, they got this information from um, higher sources during hypnosis and they're pissed about it, you know, like you, you've, they've just been told, you know, that they brought this to themselves into their own life. Why would I do that? Well, because um, <laughs> you didn't know any better, because um, you had a, you were brought up and you had a series of thoughts and negative thoughts about yourself and you believed it. So you're unconsciously bringing that into your reality because you didn't know better. Okay, fine. And once we can take responsibility for our creationship and say, now I can change my thoughts and I can create more positively. Well, that's empowering, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. So do you trust have though? Yeah, trusting is important. Like trust, trust, trust. So, you know, a lot of stuff is happening and then people feel uncertainty, you know. The thing how we can handle this uncertain time and uncertain feelings is to project how you want your future to be emotionally so you can you can at least feel happy, free, that kind of way, and then see what universe and you can co-create together with. That's yeah. my last tip. And how about you, Sue? Yeah, just uh, what you said and, and the trust piece is trust that your higher self is always hearing you, always listening and trying to provide you what you're asking for. So mm -hmm. never going to let you fall too far. We may we may stumble, we may um, we may have falls, we may have gut punches, but uh, we we're never allowed to go. They never just they would never allow us to be destroyed. No. And uh, irreparably destroyed. So I mean, that's for me. That's what I mean when I say trust. Just know that as icky as things can get sometimes, or fearful, or whatever, just there is a light at the end of the tunnel our higher self's got our back and um it's it's gonna work out you know and we can actively create our our um ultimate reality mm -hmm. listen to the intuition um if there is a divine intervention trust that that was for a very good reason and what's next just just go next what's next yeah your brain isn't you know, used to reject the divine intervention to put all logical reason to find out why you shouldn't be believing. When something is happening to prevent you for something, you are not meant to go to that route. Mm -hmm. you know? That's yeah. very important to trust that because 
when something isn't meant to be, you know, anything in relationship or job or apartment, it will go very smoothly. Yeah, you said that earlier, and I I agree with you 100%. It just, it feels like breathing. It's so flawless and seamless. That's how you know. It it's bringing right. your greatest joy. So it, mm -hmm. it does feel that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's what I we wanted to share with you guys today. And then please share, like, subscribe. And we see you guys in next Friday. Bye. Bye. thank you so much for listening so next week sue and i are gonna bring a more interesting topic so for those of you who are interested in galactic stuff i have one day galactic webinar you can check it out at uh, uh celestialstarseed.com and also i published the twin flame book ebook the ultimate twin flame journey so you can check that out in amazon kindle Alrighty, so i see you guys next week bye